Ever After is a show based on the fairy tale Cinderella that includes historical figures like the Brothers Grimm and Leonardo da Vinci. It was a film back in 1998, and a musical has been developed on the story, or is in development. Some of that music will be performed at the Ordway Theater October 6th and 7th with a cast of Broadway actors, a 14-piece orchestra, and perhaps of most interest to folks living in Minneapolis, the Grammy-winning ensemble Sounds of Blackness. And joining me from Sounds of Blackness is Gary Hines. Uh, hi, Gary. Hi. How you doing, Peter? I'm, I'm doing great. I'm new as I was telling you before right. we started the interview. Welcome. Thank you and just getting to know the area and I was wondering if you could describe for the uninitiated what what is Sounds of Blackness about? Sounds of Blackness is a black music ensemble instrumental and vocal. Uh, we're celebrating our 52nd anniversary. We began in my alma mater McAllister College uh, not far from here but over across the river in St. Paul and uh, our primary goal is to to glorify God and and unify and inspire people of all backgrounds through African-American music. How did you become involved in this show at the Ordway? Sounds of Blackness has been uh, honored and blessed to have a long-standing working relationship with the Ordway, uh, from singing to its opening to several concerts. Uh, So there's a lot of history there. Um, Our our 60s show, our our, uh, Martin Luther King show, was actually born at the Ordway, Music for Martin, uh, and we just did that uh, this past January. Uh, And so when this opportunity came up, the Ordway gave me uh, a call and said, you know, uh, there's a great potential Broadway musical in development ever after. Um, We're going to do a behind-the-curtain performance of it to let the audience see uh, and hear and experience it as it's in development. And we need uh, a vocal ensemble uh, on on, uh, four of the several songs. We know it's a long shot, but it sounds black is available. And and uh, fortunately, we were and are, and uh, we we have musical theater chops as well. It's not our standard repertoire, but it's in our repertoire. So this is actually, and I think all the, the singers would tell you, uh, a really nice change of pace. Uh, we love what we normally do, but this is a nice change of pace from that to you know really get into uh, more more traditional Broadway theater uh, uh, pop type of repertoire and so uh, we've been uh, rehearsing for weeks on uh, four of the songs uh, from Ever After and looking forward to uh, performing uh, with a 14-piece orchestra as you say and with five actors uh, from New York uh, to do excerpts and give a behind-the-curtain look at Ever After uh, at the Ordway Friday October 6th at 7.30 and Saturday October 7th. Well, let's turn to uh, more of what you're doing uh, around the Twin Cities. Sure. What are the projects are you working on right now or coming up on the horizon in the not-too-distant future for Sounds of Blackness? I'm so glad you asked um, because they, they are, uh, there are several. We are um, still promoting uh, our recent uh, spate of singles uh, and videos that have been really anthem-like uh, releases more than traditional radio singles. Uh, so we want all the listeners uh, to check out um, titles such as Hold Up Your Light. Uh, you can see the video on YouTube as well for all of these titles I'm about to mention, and they're available on our website as well, soundsofblackness.org. If you purchase any of the music there or any of our merchandise, please know that we donate a portion of the proceeds to the George Floyd Scholarship Foundation, so you'd be contributing to that. Uh, then our, our prior uh, single, You're Gonna Win, uh, and uh, the video is amazing as well. Uh, 
Hold Up Your Light is our own Carrie Harrington, and You're Gonna Win is our own Jamesia Bennett. They both wrote and produced those songs, members of Sounds of Blackness, and uh, did their directorial debut with the videos and did an amazing job. And then our, our current single, uh, as you can see, shameless plug, my T-shirt, is entitled Woke. Uh, and it is uh, featured in the new film entitled Black Skin by director Mark Casey, an independent release, and uh, will be featured in an upcoming Idris Elba uh, TV documentary in conjunction with the BBC entitled uh, Paid in Full, and it's about reparations for black musicians going all the way back. Uh, so been very busy, very active, and then uh, in June, fast-forwarding, uh, we'll be returning to McAllister College. It's the sesquicentennial of the college, the 150th anniversary of the college, the 50th anniversary of my class, and they've invited Sounds of Blackness to celebrate our 50th anniversary, which we couldn't do due to COVID. We couldn't have a large gathering. And although a lot of organizations had to for, forego, you know, the actual timing of it. So uh, we'll be doing that in June of uh, 2024. So uh, lots on the horizon. Could you further um, illuminate for me your history with Sounds of Blackness? Like, what is your role in the organization? How long uh, have you been involved with them? Okay. My role in Sounds of Blackness uh, is music director. And uh, the quick history of the group, to, to bring that in perspective, in 1969, the college embarked on a program to recruit students of color called uh, EEO, Expanded Educational Opportunities. It was very successful. There were many uh, students of color on campus, uh, primarily African-American. And one of the offshoots of that, Peter, was that the students themselves organized a number of activities. There was a theater group called Black Arts Midwest, uh, a political group, which still exists, I'm so happy, called BLAC, the Black Liberation Affairs Committee, and this 50-voice choir called the McAllister College Black Voices under the direction of our emeritus founder, Russell Knighton, a native of Beaumont, Texas. Well, fast forward to January of 71, Russell's getting ready to graduate, and he asked me on as director, and I was very honored to do that. But really the vision that God gave me, Peter, and the reason for the name change from McAllister Black Voices is because uh, I was led to uh, have them, us, go down the, follow the path of the great Duke Ellington. Now that surprises people when I say that, because we hear Duke's name and we think of jazz, as we certainly should. But I know you know, but many people don't know that Duke also wrote, recorded, and performed world beat, African, uh, spirituals, blues, the every music of the black, every sound of blackness. So that's the origin of the name and why we changed it. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking about uh, some of Luke, uh, Duke Ellington's more... Um ambitious works like Black, Brown, and Beige going back yes. to the 1940s. It's almost like a symphony, but yes. it reflects the entire history of African-American culture. Yes. Right. Are you a vocalist, an instrumentalist? I'm the music director, um, and uh, when we perform uh, live, I'm on uh, keyboard along with our amazing assistant director, Billy Steele. Uh, so we cover the keyboards. I'm originally a drummer by trade, but with Sounds of Blackness, um, it's, it's keyboard piano primarily. Um, where does Sounds of Blackness rehearse? Where do you um, kind of intersect with the community? Excellent. Right in the heart of the community uh, of Minneapolis on, on Tuesdays, uh, we are at the Sabathony Community Center uh, right in South Minneapolis. On We alternate on Tuesdays and Fridays. Uh, 
St. Paul, HSRA, High School for Recording Arts, uh, right in the heart of the St. Paul black community as well. We interact with and, and mentor youth at both of those uh, uh, facilities uh, and something that we've always done and always will do. I was going to ask, um, I mean, it, it sounds like a professional ensemble, and to what extent are there opportunities for uh, younger musicians who haven't had, you know, the opportunity to perform to, to participate in some of your projects? Yes, they uh, directly per- uh, participate, uh, Peter. Uh, they being specifically most recently, um, I can name a few of our, of our uh, uh, younger artists. The amazing uh, group uh, None Above, they're a family band. They recently opened for Chaka Khan and uh, Boys to Men at the State Fair, and they did an amazing job. Uh, None Above is their name again. And then also a group called Forgiven that we've worked with, and also at HSRA, High School for Recording Arts. Um, students there have collaborated with us on songs, on videos, uh, been a part of the recordings, uh, been a part of the videos, and the live performances. In fact, our, our maiden voyage with HSRA was a song called Royalty, dedicated to the youth. Um, we got a message from above, you ain't no thug, you're royalty. And uh, that song garnered us two NAACP Image Award nominations. We didn't win, we lost to Beyonce. So I told the kids, it's not too bad if you're gonna lose to lose to Beyonce. Um, but, but yes, we directly involved and we always will um, our youth. What, um, you know, thinking about over this uh, five decade history you have with Sounds of Blackness, of Blackness what are the things that, that stand out the most? I mean, because it sounds like you've done so much. Mm-hmm. That's a hard one to narrow down, but I always try to answer whatever I'm asked. So uh, standouts, um, at or near the top of the list would have to be uh, for Sounds of Blackness, Peter, after years of singing about Africa, um, finally getting to go there uh, in the mid-90s with uh, our dear friend, the great Stevie Wonder, for uh, a big festival called Panafest, the Pan-African Festival, and that was in uh, uh, Accra and and Cape Coast uh, uh, in Ghana. And um, it was just a life-changing experience. I mean, even the late, great comedian Richard Pryor, when he made his first sojourn to Africa, uh, he came back and said, you'll never be the same, you know, speaking to African-Americans to encourage him to make that sojourn. And so uh, I, we know now, and I know what he meant by that. Uh, it was just life-changing, eye-opening. Uh, so our, our sojourn to, to, to Ghana with, with, uh, with Stevie Wonder for the Pan-African Music Festival um, has to be at or near the top of the list of, of standouts. One thing I've been um, interested in talking to people, like both during and after the pandemic, is mm-hmm. how your your group was was impacted by uh, mm-hmm. COVID, yes, and how you managed to see your way through it, um, and what you decided to focus on. Yeah, okay, Peter. So at at the height of of uh, the COVID um, experience, uh, for lack of a better term. Probably the, the most difficult or challenging thing, well, difficult and challenging, uh, were rehearsals. Because uh, when everything was virtual, I mean, when we were on lockdown, I mean, gyms were closed and this and that. And, and so we would rehearse by Zoom, which is, and, and thank God for Zoom, but it was, it was challenging in that, you know, with, with 15 vocalists uh, all on the, the same uh, Zoom call, uh, we would have to, you know, review and teach parts and have parts sung by one at a time. There's no simultaneity with that. Uh, so, and and everybody, it, it, it tried everybody's patience, but but it, it wound up actually being a, a godsend because I I would wind up listening uh, more intently and intensely 
individually to them uh, than I normally would at, a, at an ensemble rehearsal where I'm focusing on the ensemble. So, you know, there's an upside to everything, but that, that was a challenge. I'll bet. I'll bet. I'm glad that you guys were able to hold things together. Yes. Um, it sounds like you have a pretty much an indestructible spirit. And, <laughs> and um, I, you know, 50 years have gone by and yeah. you're obviously not slowing down. Um, <laughs> so I, I just want to say I'm looking forward to the first time I'm going to get to experience uh, your music live. In the meantime, I'm going to check out the website, which was soundsofblackness.org. Yes. Yes. And again, the show uh, Ever After, this is the thing that's coming up uh, the soonest, is happening at the Ordway on the 6th and 7th. Yes. And this is Definitely family-friendly, people of all backgrounds, ethnicities, you'll enjoy it. And you know what? For uh, Sounds of Blackness, we don't call them fans. We call them extended family members that have, that support us here in the Twin Cities and throughout Minnesota. Uh, we encourage you to come, a very reasonably priced. It's, it's a really enjoyable and fun show. The music is uplifting. And you'll get a chance to hear Sounds of Blackness do something than our, than our standard repertoire, uh, which may surprise you a little bit and I'm sure will be a great experience ever after. Thank you so much, Gary. It's been a pleasure talking to you. The feeling's mutual. Thank you, Peter. That's Gary Hines, music director of Sounds of Blackness. The Grammy-winning ensemble will be featured in a behind-the-curtain concert performing songs from the developing musical Ever After at the Ordway, Friday, October 6th and Saturday, October 7th. I'm Peter Solomon for Jazz 88.